Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to a brand new show, a brand new week, and a brand new morning. Hope you are doing well as we are starting it off bright and early. So glad you are hanging out here today. Coming up, celebrity birthdays this day in history. Plus the headlines from around the country and around the world. That's all on the way this hour. Plus, how do you know who the favorite child is? You may not have realized that you are telegraphing it to your other kids by this minor thing. And I'll tell you what that is coming up. Plus, stranger than fiction, an impaired driver hits an impaired driver sign. And coffee. It will help your steps every day, but it will hurt your sleep. Is the trade-off worth it? All that and more is coming up today on the show. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them 479-253-1234. And we are headed to a high of 57 today under mostly sunny skies, partly cloudy and 38 tonight, mostly sunny and 54 tomorrow. Wednesday, sunny and 63, rain back in the forecast on Thursday and Friday. Celebrity birthdays now. Jesse J., the British singer who did Price Tag, Domino, and more is 35 today. Brenda Song, that's Christy Lee in the Social Network movie, is 35. Fergie from uh, God, what, what, yeah, Black Eyed Peas. Yes, yes, she's 35. I'm sorry, she's not 35. She wishes she was 35. She's 48 today. Nathan Filion, the officer John Nolan on The Rookie is 52. Mariah Carey, <laughs> we believe is 54 today, uh, but it, you know, there's some discrepancy out on the internet. I'll just tell you that much. Elizabeth Mitchell is 53. She played Juliet on Lost. Polly Perrette, 15 seasons as Abby on NCIS, 54 today. Talissa Soto. Former Bond girl from License to Kill is 56. Quentin Tarantino, he is 60 today. The director. Anthony Ferris from NXS is 64. Stephen Delane, who plays Stannis on Game of Thrones, is 66. Tony Banks from Genesis, he's the keyboarder, he is 73 today. And Michael York, the Basil Exposition in the Austin Powers movies is 81 today. This day in history, President George Washington authorized the creation of the U.S. Navy in 1794. The first Mormon temple dedicated in Kirtland, Ohio on this date in 1836. The corkscrew patented by M.L. Byrne in 1860. 
Andrew Rankin received a patent for the urinal in 1866. And the University of Oregon, I don't know why I said Oregon, the University of Oregon, yeah, that's the way to say it, right, won the first NCAA championship on this date in 1939. Marlon Brando refused the Best Actor Oscar for The Godfather in uh, 1973 as a gesture of support for the Indians occupying the Wounded Knee Reservation in South Dakota. All right. Eric Clapton married George Harrison's ex, Patty Boyd, on this date in 1979. The Scorpions released their ninth album, Love at First Sting, in 1984. U2 played a free hour-long concert on a liquor store rooftop in downtown L.A. in 1987. And you remember the show Moonlighting with Bruce Willis? Yeah, after the success of that show... He got his first lead movie role in Blind Date with Kim Basinger. That was in 1987 on this date. Donnie Wahlberg, the tough guy in New Kids on the Block, was arrested in Louisville, Kentucky on arson charges, allegedly pouring vodka on a hotel carpet and setting it on fire. He plea bargained it down to a second-degree criminal mischief charge. That was in 1991. The movie White Men Can't Jump released on this date in 1992. Forrest Gump beating Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption for the Best Picture Oscar on this date in 1995. What a year! Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption, three of the best movies ever, I believe. And what else do we got? The Food and Drug Administration approved Viagra on this date in 1998. And then you've never watched a sporting event without a commercial for that product since. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. And it is that time of morning for your random facts, brought to you by the Tees and Trails Townhouse in Bella Vista. This two-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse features comfortable sleeping for up to eight people right on the golf course and steps away from the Back 40 Mountain Bike Trail. Newly renovated, everything is fresh and clean, and you can book your stay now at teesandtrails.com. That's T-E-S and trails.com. All right, your first random fact in a test performed by Canadian scientists using various different styles of music. It was determined that chickens lay the most eggs when pop music is played. Chickens love pop music, and they lay the most eggs when they hear it. That's what you need to know. The Philippines has about 7,100 islands, of which only about 460 are more than one square mile in area. So a lot of little itty-bitty miles. 2,000 pounds of space dust and other space debris fall on the Earth every day. Orville Wright. No, I'm not talking about the popcorn guy. That's Orville Redenbacher. Orville Wright, the inventor of the first successful airplane, was involved in the first aircraft accident in history. He survived, but his passenger died. You're more likely to be killed by a champagne cork than a poisonous spider. I need to remember that one and tell my kids that because uh, they always seem to be so scared of... No, not champagne corks. Spiders. A ring with 7,777 diamonds worth almost $5 million set a record for having the most diamonds set in one ring. 7777. Yeah, 7,000. 777 diamonds. Shine bright like a diamond!
And your final random fact here on your Monday, lizards can self-amputate their tails for protection, but it grows back after just a few months. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And it looks like we're headed for a nice day today, mostly sunny and a high of 57. Partly cloudy and 38 tonight, mostly sunny and 54 tomorrow. Wednesday, sunny and 63 and rain back in the forecast on Thursday and Friday. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Hope you had a fantastic weekend out there. Some really nice weather, some upsets in March Madness and all kind of good times, right? Getting a look now at your headlines from around the country and around the world. The U.S. bank failures pose threats to global growth. The immediate risk brought on by the turmoil in the banking sector is that banks keep a tighter leash on lending to American households and businesses to ensure their balance sheets stay healthy and depositors sleep easy. A U.S. lending squeeze could pinch demand for foreign goods and services such as German cars, French holidays, or Chinese-made electronics. Uh, This week, investors will continue parsing the health of banks along with new readings on home prices, consumer confidence, and the Fed's preferred inflation gauge. Trump's first large-scale campaign event shows his hold on the Republican electorate. Thousands of supporters attended a rally in Waco, Texas over the weekend, where the former president attacked the various legal investigations plural he's facing he hardly had to convince his supporters to stick with him though many of whom were given signs with the slogan witch hunt trump could face an indictment as early as this week in the manhattan district attorney's probe triggered by a 2018 wall street journal investigation into his role in a hush money payment to a an adult film star if you want more info on this, you can uh, check out my long-form podcast, The Ike Wingate Show at IkeWingate.com for additional details on that. Your next headline, Ukraine's offensive is taking shape, but big unknowns remain. After months of new weapons deliveries from the West, Ukraine is poised to punch back at Russia's invasion forces in coming weeks. A high-risk campaign that will set the course of subsequent battles and potential peace negotiations for Ukraine to succeed against Russia's deeper resources and entrenched defenses, it will need a combination of skill and luck, finding and quickly exploiting weak points, according to strategists. And your final headline, New York is poised to, ga- uh, poised to ban gas stoves in new homes. It's set to become the first state in the U.S. to pass a law banning natural gas and other fossil fuel hookups in new buildings to help it meet targets for greenhouse gas reductions. Quote, the basic premise here is that if you continue to build buildings that are going to require fossil fuels for decades to come, you are baking in destructive behavior that burning fossil fuels causes. That's according to Democratic State Senator Brian Kavanaugh. The measure's on track to be headed to the state's coming budget, which is due to be completed this week, though not everyone is happy about it, which I can imagine. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. And we are headed to a high of 57 degrees today under mostly sunny skies, partly cloudy tonight, 38 is the low, mostly sunny on Tuesday and a high of 54, Wednesday's forecast sunny and 63, but rain is back in the forecast on Thursday and Friday. Well, you may have been telegraphing who your favorite child is all this time 
and did not know it. Or if you've been trying to figure out who your mom and dad's favorite kid really is, this might help get to the bottom of it. Because it all comes back to the password. That's right. It's a new term called password child. The parent's true favorite kid. Most parents won't just tell you who their favorite child is. It it could be the oldest. It could be the youngest. Probably not the middle. (laughs) Come on. Come on. That's not. My kids are listening. Olivia, that is just not the case. Uh, But there's a sneaky new way to get it out of them. Who is the favorite child? Over the past few months, there's been a silly trend on TikTok where kids are logging out of Netflix and then asking their parents what the password is. And one of the kids, uh, if one of the kids' names is the password, they are determined to be the password child and typically the parent's secret favorite kid. Is that true? Is that true out there? Uh, There's some fun responses out there. One person said, I'm an only child and I'm not even the password child. Another said, my sister is the password child, but I'm the only one they come to when they forget the password. Okay. Others said that they're password child for one of the parents, but not the other parent. And one person joked about their family being thrown into chaos when the password was the adopted one. Wow. Some parent out there got wise to it and uh, changed their password. That's that's pretty hilarious. Uh, here is the initial viral video out there that uh, the pass the password child controversy comes from. This is from a video on TikTok. Take a listen here. Which one of us is the password child? Okay, so the password child is like when you're trying to watch your parents' Netflix, but it's logged out. So then you ask, what's the password? And then they say your name or one of your siblings' names. And then whosoever name that is, is the favorite child. So out of all 3.7 million of you here, we decided that you're the password child. Don't tell your siblings. Love you. All right, so are you the password child or not? Well, it's an easy way to figure it out. Good luck. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, if this isn't a sign that you're too messed up to drive, not sure what would be, the Ohio State Highway Patrol received a call about a reckless driver last weekend near Cincinnati, and there were a few signs that the driver was impaired. It was St. Patrick's Day, yeah, and the police showed up. They saw their vehicle had already crashed. The car had veered off the road and collided with a state highway patrol sign. Guess what was on the sign? Drug activity, impaired drivers, call pound 677. Wow. That is, isn't it ironic? When you're impaired and you hit an impaired sign. I think that was in the Alanis Morissette song. Anyway, no one was hurt, thankfully, but the moron behind the wheel was also safe, but yet arrested for DUI. That's a story from NBC 12, and the sign was destroyed. Thankfully, again, no one was hurt, but you know what we're going to say. It's stranger than fiction. And we are headed for a pretty nice day today. We are expecting a high around 57 under mostly sunny skies. Tonight, partly cloudy and a low around 38. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and 54. Sunny on Wednesday and a high of 63, but rain back in the forecast on Thursday and Friday. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Question for you. What do you value most, your health or your sleep? 
I guess your health is affected by your sleep. But a new study found coffee drinkers tend to get more steps in each day. Yeah, you drink coffee, you walk more, which is good for your health, right? But the trade-off, those people that are drinking coffee are getting less sleep. Yeah, that's the trade-off. On average, drinking coffee adds about a 1,000 steps per day. So all that caffeine makes you move around more. But if... Uh, But it can keep you awake. On days when we drink coffee, we lose an average of 36 minutes of sleep at night. So you get 1,000 more steps, but you lose 36 minutes of sleep. So what is worth more to you? What's better for your health? Moving around more or getting more sleep? The average age in the study was 39 years old. When people didn't drink coffee, they got 9,665 steps per day. And of course, that jumped to 10,646 when they did drink coffee. On the sleep side, they averaged 7 hours, 12 minutes of sleep without coffee and 6 hours and 37 minutes with coffee. The more coffee they drank, the less sleep that they got. Authors of the study say the takeaway should be this. The, it really is coffee is not all good or all bad. It has different effects. So what is worth more to you? 36 minutes of sleep versus less activity. Yeah, there's a trade-off with either one. I will take more physical activity and slightly less sleep. And also the fact that I like to drink coffee. What about you? I think it's time for another cup, don't you? Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, a feel-good story out there where some kids were rescued. They were rescued from a sewer in Staten Island after they crawled into a tunnel and got lost. No word on whether they found the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or not, but here's the 911 call from the kids heading into, uh, the kids leading uh, the police to the rescue. What's the address in Staten Island? We don't know. You don't know? We're stuck in the sewer. Once you went down, was the sewer left, right, straight? Where was it? I need you to guide me. Right. Oh, to the right side. How long did you walk for? We walked a lot. Call for help, guys. They, they hear you. Call for help. Very cool that they were all able to get out of there just fine. That's right. No injuries. There was a firefighter that sustained minor injuries during the rescue, but otherwise all the kids came out free of injuries, but not totally clean because they were in the sewer but they did not spot splinter or leonardo or donatello michelangelo or Raphael. but if you got a good story out there we'd love to hear it email it to show at ikewingate.com now your headlines an arkansas family getting their best sleep in ages after their loved one finally returned home after almost a year and a half since being reported missing Harley McCourt was located in Galveston, Texas, just a few weeks ago, according to the Pulaski County Sheriff's Office. According to McCourt's family, the 27-year-old went missing in October of 2021. It was just before University of Arkansas Razorback football game, and they had realized that he was nowhere to be seen in his trailer. His wallet and his phone had also been left behind. Harley had been stopped by an officer late at night because he was walking against traffic. He just so happened to have his old backpack, which listed all of his and his family's information in case he ever went missing. Crumpton said Harley's memory of getting lost and becoming homeless is still fuzzy. When they returned to Arkansas, 
They got him into the mental health hospital where his family has been visiting him every day. They say he is improving. A really wild story there. And over the weekend, a woman was hospitalized on Saturday night after being seriously injured from a fall at Reed Mountain Park in Ozark. According to Franklin County Emergency Management Coordinator Rick Covert, a volunteer firefighter with the Altus Fire Department reported the incident at 7.34 p.m. Covert said the firefighter was approached by a juvenile that was with the fall victim. The woman was flown to Washington Regional Medical Center in Fayetteville with serious injuries. No word yet on her status. And finally, the Arkansas Razorback women's basketball team season came to an end in the postseason WNIT Great Eight yesterday as the Ladybacks fell to Kansas 78-64. Arkansas was down by as many as 21 points, but they clawed their way back to make it an eight-point game with just under a minute to go in the third quarter. The Razorbacks outscored the Jayhawks 31-22 in in the third quarter, but could not close in deeper on the lead. Michaela Daniels led the Razorbacks with 21 points as one of four hogs in double figures with a 139-day season, the longest in program history. The Lady Razorbacks finished the season with 24 wins. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And we're headed to a high today around 57 under mostly sunny skies. Partly cloudy and 38 tonight. Mostly sunny and 54 tomorrow and Wednesday. Sunny and 63. Well, Beethoven. Ludwin van Beethoven. The composer. Died at a younger age. And DNA from his hair is now offering clues after 200 years since his death. Researchers have pulled DNA from strands of his hair, searching for clues about the health problems and hearing loss that plagued him. They weren't able to crack the case of the German composer's deafness or severe stomach ailments, but they did find a genetic risk for liver disease plus a liver-damaging hepatitis B infection in the last months of his life. These factors, along with his chronic drinking, were probably enough to cause the liver failure that is widely believed to have killed him, according to a study published just this last week in the journal Current Biology. Yesterday marked the 196th anniversary of Beethoven's death in Vienna at the age of 56. The composer himself wrote that he wanted doctors to study his health problems after he died. Pretty wild, isn't it? With Beethoven in particular, it is the case that illness sometimes very much limited his creative work. That's according to study author Axel Schmidt, a geneticist at the University Hospital Bonn in Germany. And for physicians, it has always been a mystery what was really behind it. Since his death, scientists have long tried to piece together Beethoven's medical history and offered a variety of possible explanations for his many maladies. Now with advances in ancient DNA technology, researchers have been able to pull genetic clues from locks of Beethoven's hair that had been snipped off and preserved as keepsakes. They focused on five locks that are almost certainly authentic, uh, almost certainly, 80% of the time, every time, uh, coming from the same European male. They also looked at three other historical locks, but weren't able to confirm those were actually Beethoven's hair 
Previous tests on one of those locks suggested Beethoven had lead poisoning, but researchers concluded that sample was actually from a woman. So they went in and cleaned his hair one strand at a time and took samples of chunks of DNA, as they call it, to study and were able to figure out that is the potential killer of Beethoven, something going on with his liver, a hepatitis B infection in the last few months of his life. So now we know, or we know a little bit more as we study Beethoven's dead hair. Good morning. Well, that is going to do it for me here on your Monday. Ike Wingate, thanks so much for hanging out with me here and starting your day and your week off. Yes, I know you have choices and grateful that you spent your morning with me. Coming up next on 107.1 KTHS, Anthony Ryder is getting ready to buy, sell, and trade with you on Tradio. 870-423-2147 is the number to get in on that. And on 100.9, The Haven, Keith's got your workday rock and roll ready to roll. So make sure you hang out with him. And then John Michelson coming in at 1 p.m. Well, I tell you what, if uh, we got music, we got local news and national news and all that good stuff here. If you are into podcasts, check out my podcast, The Ike Wingate Show at IkeWingate.com. I actually put this out over the weekend about the potential risk of World War III. You got a lot of big superpower countries that are now collaborating, like China and Russia, but also Iran and more. So if that's the kind of thing that interests you, check it out at IkeWingate.com. Just a quick plug in there for that kind of content if you're interested. But hang out, stay right where you are, and get ready to buy, sell, and trade on KTHS or get your rock on for your workday on 100.9 The Haven. Thanks so much for hanging out today. Have a fantastic Monday, and Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.